Today, I'm gonna give you 10 reasons why excessive variety in your workouts is actually not the best way to do your workouts. So, let's roll the intro. This is the Game of Food. This is the Game of Food. We're helping real people get real results with delicious food. Real food. Live from Spencer's home studio, podcasting to the world. This is Game of Food. And here's your host, Spencer Frederick. It's a very common request that people want variety in their workouts, but they won't use those words. They'll say things like, my workouts are boring, they're repetitive, I need to change it up, and they change it up all the time. It's monotonous. You know, they use these words. And, you know, I shared a podcast only a week or two ago where I talked about my own workout program. So maybe listen to that one after this episode. Don't leave this episode yet because then it'll be good to go in that order. Listen to this one first. And I talk about that every six weeks. My goal changes and some of the movements change and stuff like that. So there is variety sprinkled in there. But that's why in the beginning I said excessive variety because I think. When, when people see experts and trainers and coaches change things in their workouts, then they take it to an nth degree. They go way too far with it. It's excessive and they're changing all the time. And I want to give you 10 reasons why maybe you shouldn't be doing that. And if you don't do that, I think your results are going to improve. So number one, it hinders your progress. Constant changes make it tough to track your improvements. So I I really think that people that change workouts a lot aren't really tracking their progress. Yeah, they might like type in their app like how many they did, but the, the, the next week they don't look back and try to improve. And the next week they're probably doing completely different workouts so they can't even track it. Number two is missing out on mastery. So jumping between exercises can reduce technique mastery affecting your results. And the point should be to master everything. You know, I, I've been doing barbell squats for like two decades. You know, that brings me all the way back to high school. I've been doing barbell squats without really missing a beat for very long in between there. And I feel like I'm still mastering barbell back squats. There's still little tweaks I'm making. There's there's different places I put my feet. There's different things that I'm testing and stuff like that to get the best results from my barbell back squat. And so when somebody like does squats, they get really bored and they want to move on from squats. I'm like, wow, you know, you're going to miss out on mastery. Now, if you master every single movement, your results are going to be so much better than somebody that just kind of dabbles for a little bit and then moves on. Number three is entertainment versus efficiency. So there's, there's a focus on having fun. And I think having fun in your workouts is what I mean. And I think it's overshadowing an effective workout, a workout based on results. Because when you say it's boring, it's monotonous, it's repetitive, I think you're starting to float away from from a workout that produces the best results. Because now we got to like do things that maybe we shouldn't do in your workouts so that I can keep you happy in your workouts. And and workouts are, are painful. Workouts are a drag sometimes. But that's that's what hard work feels like. That's what a workout feels like. And so if you have those feelings, just know that it's it's normal. But that doesn't mean we should start putting in some movements just to entertain you. Like they shouldn't be in your workout, but we're doing them because we hope that you don't get mad or we hope that you stick around, you know, and you we hope that you don't quit. If you want fun, if you want entertainment, you're floating away from the best results. Uh, it delays your results. So 
your body needs repetition to adapt. So take it the barbell squat example that I just talked about. If I don't do barbell squat for a number of weeks in a row and improve, 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 I would be missing out on that adaptation that creates muscle. And all of you want muscle. If you want toned legs or if you want strong legs, then you have to have repetition. You have to have repetition. So when somebody says this is repetitive, I'm like, okay, good. That's good. Number five is injury risk. And that's kind of related to mastery. So that's something that I worked on was perfecting my form. Now I was perfecting my form so that I could get great results. But also if you do proper form, you're way less likely to get injured. So when somebody floats from program to program and they're doing new movements for the first time because they want to be entertained, well, the likelihood of them coming away with little knickknack injuries or worse injuries goes up. And, and nobody wants that, right? Number six is lost structure. Too much variety often means a lack of focused progression. And I've been kind of explaining that, but you want to have a strong structure, a strong foundation. It's kind of like a house. You know, you want the you want the foundation first before you do the paint. You know, I mean, without the foundation, paint isn't applied. And so that's what I think people are skipping out on. Is they miss that, hey, I need to repeat this movement. I need to practice this movement and, and I'll get better at it. So six is loss. They lose structure. Number seven is mental fatigue. I think workouts that are repetitive, which is a good thing. I think people get bored and, and then they feel like they get burnt out and stuff like that. But I've also seen people get burnt out on switching programs. They get burnt out really bad. So they go from one program and they're like, you know what? I'm bored. I don't like doing it this way. So then they buy like Beachbody for home. And then they're like, oh, I'm sick of doing workout videos. And they switch and they switch. And they've tried five things. And they're like, I don't know what to do next. It always ends the same way. And they get burnt out. Like you, they just delete workouts from their life for a long time, sometimes maybe years. And so I do think there is some mental fatigue from switching your movements too much and switching your programs too much. Number eight, it teaches you not to be consistent. And this one, when I was writing this one down, I was like, this one's going to be hard to explain. But I think you create a more successful client if you can first teach them how to be a good client. And a good client is a person that repeats the basics over and over again until they reach their destination, reach their goal. And what are the basics? The basics are repeating your movements in your in your workouts. The basics are getting enough water, tracking your calories, eating protein. These are the basics. And the people that do a great job know that they just have to repeat that, repeat that, repeat that, and do the boring work, and they'll eventually get there. So when, when you're changing, 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 I think you teach yourself not to be consistent anymore. And I think that's a bad lesson. Number nine is program hopping. I've been hinting at that because that's a big one. Constantly starting new routines may stagnate results. And and I would also add to that number nine program hopping is kind of goal hopping too. Um, and that takes me back to my group training days where I was a group training instructor and and the workouts always had a different goal today is a fat burn today is a calorie burn today is a cardio today is a strength today is this today is that and it was all to keep people happy they wanted something new every time and and you don't want to goal hop you don't want to program hop because you're constantly working on on something different the the people that reach their goal are the ones that are the most focused on their goal 
Number 10, and this is a really big one, is you're neglecting the foundational movements. There are movements in strength training that change a human body the most. It's not dependent on like who you are, what your age is, your gender, your race. It, it, it doesn't, it, it's not about that stuff at all. A barbell back squat is going to work for most human beings. An overhead press is going to work your shoulders the best for most human beings. You know, certain movements are the best. There is a ranking. There is. And so when you when you program hop, when you get bored and you're asking your coach to change the workouts, believe me, a good coach wants to help you, but they are so afraid of you moving away from the core movements that change your body the most because you signed up with them and you stated, hey, these are the goals I want to achieve. And then you try to push away from that. You try to, you try to pull away from these movements that produce the best results. The foundational movements is what you might be neglecting. And so the last thing I want to do here is just kind of land some examples. You guys know I always like to use analogies and examples, but think of it this way. Let's say you have a person that wants to sign up for a 15K. They want to improve their health. They, they think running improves their mental health as well. And they're good, they want to work on their endurance. Okay, I would say 15K. If you want to work on your endurance and, and other things like that, I think a 15K is a good goal. So what's the training protocol? How are you going to prepare for that 15K? You have to run the 15K and your practice is going to be running. Isn't that repetitive? But it's the right thing to do. If you don't run to train for your 15K, you're not going to perform well. And then the complaint is like, yeah, but it's so repetitive. Well, I, I don't know what to tell you. You got a 15K coming up. We're going to have to run. Example number two is you have somebody sign up for a nutrition program that requires certain foods. Let's say you're only supposed to have meat, fruit, and vegetables. That's just an example I just right now pulled out of my head. Meat, fruit, and vegetables is the only thing you can have. And that's the protocol. And then the complaint is, I need variety. I like to have sweets. Well, if you have sweets on that nutrition plan that only requires, that only allows meats and fruits and vegetables, well, you're not doing it anymore. So your complaint isn't, isn't valid and it pulls you away from your nutritional program. Number three, the example is, you know, think of your kid who wants to be good at baseball or softball. They want to be a good hitter in baseball or softball. What's the protocol? What's the training protocol? They need to swing the bat, right? There's different ways to swing the bat. We know that, but you have to swing the bat to get better at hitting. And think of your kid complaining like, I'm sick of doing this. I'm sick of batting practice. And you would probably tell them, this is how you get better. Didn't you tell me, kid, that you want to be one of the best hitters on the team? Yeah, I do. Okay, these are the things. And if you don't do the things, you won't be a better hitter. So those are my three examples. But for some reason, when it comes to strength training, when it comes to working out for fitness, for fat loss, for, for muscle building, we complain about certain movements. We need workouts to constantly change. We need music. We need yelling. We need high fives, excitement. We need all these things. And I'm not saying those things are bad unless they start to pull you from some of the obvious things that you should be doing. It seems like the 15K example in my my softball, baseball example are like obvious, but then you put those people into workouts and like the obvious stuff they delete from their brain and, and they try to change up their, their workouts way too much. 
And, 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 you know, I just want to give you an example to kind of land it here too, or, or, or I should say a story, a really short story. I was a group training instructor and, you know, there were times where I had 25 people in one session. That's when it was really hopping. But I would say it was normally like eight to 12, maybe eight to 10, something like that. And after the workout, And for those of you that are in group training or a fitness class, you're going to know exactly what I'm talking about. After a workout, people would say things like this. Whew, that was a good one. Or I really like that one, Spencer. Nice job. Thank you. Or they'd also say, I didn't really feel that one. I don't feel like I, I worked out hard enough. I didn't vibe well with that one is what they would say. Or another one, another complaint would be, I feel like we did, I feel like we did one like that last week. And some of you might be thinking, isn't that okay that they give you feedback? Yeah, I think that's fine. I never replied in a negative tone, you know, but it's wrong. If I, if a coach is creating the workouts for you, it's because it's based on the result that you want. And so if you like it or don't like it, I don't care. We did, we did a workout that is going to produce the best results for you and your emotions and if you want to be entertained shouldn't be a factor in that. Now, you know, if you're injured, your coach is going to want to hear that and they're going to probably delete some movements for you. I'm not saying that if you tear your ACL, you know, suck it up and keep up those lunges and go do jumping jacks. No, there's there's times. But if you don't, if you're not one of those cases, then I think your urge to change up your workouts because it's not fun is the same urge to eat sweets and treats in your nutrition plan because that's more fun to eat treats and sweets, but you can take it too far. And it's like, we know that until we're in our workouts. So I hope I landed the point here. We want to repeat our our movements. And if you listen to my, my podcast I did a week or two ago, I talk about how I change movements every six weeks. But in those six weeks, I don't change anything. I hope this helps. Spencer, signing off.